0: Welcome to Disputes Digest. Today is September 23rd of 2020. I'm Chris Campbell. First up, webinars and events. Back to the past for a moment. Just yesterday on September 22nd, the Asian International Arbitration Center, AIAC, presented a webinar on international sports arbitration and the athletes' rights, maintaining a level playing field as part of its annual sports month. Contact the AIAC, which may maintain a recording of that event. The next entry on the series will be on September 29th and will focus on mediation and sports disputes. Also today, the ERA Pledge Young Practitioners Group subcommittee is launching a four-part series entitled, Push for Parity, Practical Tools for Emerging Arbitrators. The series will cover a variety of topics, from launching a career and securing a first arbitrator appointment to managing your first arbitration. In this first webinar, representatives of leading arbitral institutions will share their knowledge of the appointment process. Contact information is on the show notes, and there may be time to register before the event begins. One more event for today is a reminder of a story we covered last week. The International Chamber of Commerce, ICC, presents its 15th New York Conference on International Arbitration. Another event from the AIAC. The AIAC is presenting a webinar on the New York Convention titled, To March with the Status Quo or to Petition for Change, on September 24th. Then on September 25th, starting at 2 p.m. Central European time, two events from the University of Roma Tre, which we'll click off. First, a round table, current issues in international arbitration, COVID-19, and its impact on international arbitration will be held by Laura Bargamini, William Burke White, and Vincenzo zeno Zenokovich, and moderated by Domenico Di Pietro. On to opportunities. As usual, links to any of the upcoming postings are available in the show's notes. Loyens in life. Belgium has a job vacancy for a corporate litigation and arbitration junior associate in Brussels. For further details to apply, please see the show notes. Clifford Chance is looking for an international arbitration trainee to join their arbitration team based in the Frankfurt office. The London office of Arnold & Porter is pleased to give an invite for applications for its clerkship roles in international arbitration. Here's a new Young Practitioners Group alert, the ECUVYAP is a network that seeks to promote social and academic interaction with the aim of promoting the participation of young Ecuadorian lawyers and students or with those with links to Ecuador in domestic and international arbitration. There's a Facebook page to launch the initiative that you can find in the show notes. The American Review of International Arbitration, ARIA, has an open call for submissions for blog posts for publication and inclusion on its site. Blog posts will be shared on their website as well as social media accounts. Please email aria at law.columbia.edu with your blog post submissions, or any questions that you might have. Finally, we conclude with news from across the field. Meg Kinnear has been re-elected to serve a third term as ICSID Secretary General following a vote by the Center's Administrative Council. Kinnear wants to continue making improvements to remote hearing systems to increase the time and cost benefits to this technology, as well as encouraging non-member states to join ICSID in implementing proposed mediation rules. The European Commission has warned the United Kingdom that it may face arbitration if it adopts legislation overriding the agreement governing the country's exit from the European Union. In a press release on September 10, the Commission said that it would not be shy in using a mechanism under the Brexit Withdrawal Agreement to bring a case before the Permanent Court of Arbitration. However, practitioners have questioned whether the UK would consent to that arbitration given the potential impact such a high-profile proceeding may have on its international reputation. Six leading third-party funders have founded the first-ever Global Association of Litigation and Arbitration Finance Providers. The International Legal Finance Association (ILFA) launched in Washington, D.C. on 8 September of 2020. Promising to provide a global voice for the industry, the association says it will represent the interest of the legal finance industry before governmental bodies, international organizations, and professional associations, as well as serve as a clearinghouse of relevant information, research, and data about the uses and applications of commercial legal finance. Finally, the U.S. Department of Justice is attempting to seize the proceeds of an arbitral award held by Clyde Co. that Malaysian authorities say can be traced to the 1MDB corruption scandal. The DOJ filed a civil forfeiture complaint on the 16th September in the U.S. District Court for the Central District of California, looking to recover more than $300 million U.S. dollars in funds that Clyde Co. is holding in escrow for its Barbadian client PetroSaudi Oil Services. Clyde Co. has been holding the funds in trust by order of a un Uncentral Tribunal that was a hearing, a long-running dispute between PetroSaudi and a subsidiary of Venezuelan National Oil and Gas Company, PDVSA, over a drilling rig contract. For more information on each of these stories, please find the show notes below and follow the attached links. For comments, submissions of news stories, or any other notifications, please message Tales of the Tribunal at gmail.com. Until next week, you've been listening to Disputes Digest.